Welcome to the Trailer Island Podcast. I'm Alex, and as always, I'm joined by... Matthew. And... Me. How are you going, guys? You going well? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oppressively well. Oppressively well? <laughs> yeah. What does that even mean? It means I, I am so well that it, it's an interfering with others. Yeah, I, I feel oppressed. You do. Because of how well you feel. I can see it on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm so oppressed, you've just gone into mono... I'm only hearing you in mono now, Steve. Oh, Dickens. Um, pers- wow. Personally, but are you hearing only out of one headphone? I am. Yeah, that, that just that just happened. I feel like, am I've, I dying? Is this? I've got beautiful stereo. Oh, that's better. Too. That's Me that's, that's that back, We're yeah. back in stereo now. I fiddled your stick, and it's working. Yeah. Again. Thank oh you. wow. Yeah, we use a bit of WD forty, and you we, only um, fiddle your stick in desperate circumstances. Mm. I am also doing well this week. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not oppressively. Just Steve, like, why are you looking at me like that? Uh, you look at, uh, I'm looking at you like that because you're looking at me suspiciously. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, that is my default look, is suspiciously observing. As if I'm hiding some secret identity. Oh. oh. That's starting to make me tingle. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bit of a okay. spidey tingle. <laughs> yep. All right. Look. <laughs> That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, as the host, you know, co-host, but, you know, I sort of do the intros and outros. Mm-hmm. Like, it is difficult to rein both of you in sometimes, particularly like, with the obtuse innuendos. I like to call you the Toastmaster of this ah, podcast. A Toastmaster. Well, I can live yeah. with that. I do like toast, which is always yes. very, very yummy. Um, so, th- this week we're doing a, uh, would we say, a, a slightly older film? Definitely an older film. It's actually a lot older than I think I would care to admit, if I'm Does honest. Does that mean we need to just bring out the, the captain? Uh, captain, th- could you just bring in, yep, as you know, the time tug captain. He brings out movies from the past. I, I, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. <laughs> oh, well, yes, the time tug captain. I have, I have seen many experiments being conducted. Uh, Committed on that tugboat of yours, and in case in case you come into the show late, the time tug uh, brings out films from the past, and the time tug captain helps us do that because this film's from two thousand and two. It's, it's an old film. That's it's nearly twenty years old. That is correct. Yeah. Oh wow. Math, math checks yeah. out. Is that, what a uh, two thousand two. <laughs> that is correct. It's that's, nineteen. Um, that's amazing. It is of age. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to introduce the film? I'll, I'll do it. I do it. Proceed. Uh, uh, yeah, because I sort of suggested it because in a few weeks we're going to get this this new entry to the series. Uh, but we are going to do Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Not everyone is meant to make a difference. But for me, the choice to live an ordinary life is no longer an option. my life twice and I've never even seen his face. You are amazing. I mean that that is that is that's the that's the mid two thousands all over that. <laughs> that is that is so brutally early two thousands yeah. that it's that it's 
oppressive. I'm actually it's surprised yeah. there's not the trailer voice in that trailer, actually. They've clearly yeah. done, gone without that, which is kind of, I guess, a little ahead of its time. I mean, they were still using the trailer voice right up until about 2000. Well, we were talking about um, Social Network, weren't we? Yeah. That sort of changed that kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Coming this summer, that kind of thing. There was, a, like, there was a little trend there, and I think it sort of gets bookended by the Avengers as well, where there's... Like superhero films with a really heavy guitar, sort of rock score <laughs> in the background. They don't yeah. actually use the the score from the actual film, but it's just this this corny, uh, generic rock track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. It's definitely um, kind of a cliche of its own, isn't it? Really. Yeah, it doesn't. That, that trailer doesn't have any of the, as you say, those obtuse in a world. There, I, are, there are the the, t- the captions though are quite. Corny. I was gonna- <laughs> turn your world upside down is a phrase that we see in this trailer, which I don't know really is. It, they could have done better with it's Spider Man. I mean, they could have had some kind of spider pun. Yeah, turning well, your world upside down is not something that Spider Man can do. Well, he does appear at the end of the trailer upside down in front of yeah. her in that classic in the rain kissing scene. That's true. That's, that's yeah, true. that's um, it. That def- defined a generation of superhero films, I think. And there's also the fact that this there was a trailer. That was that was released as part of this franchise when it first came out. That eventually was had to be removed yes. from cinemas due to uh, a real world incident involving the twin towers in yeah. New York. Yeah. The, the classic. There's that trailer where, and it was a great trailer. I think it was where, a teaser. I think it's the very it like first teaser, teaser trailer. scene that came yeah. out, and Spider Man bails off a bunch of criminals. And you, I don't think you actually see Spider Man in that trailer, but you do see the web between the, the web two between towers. the two towers and a helicopter oh. stuck in it or something like yeah. that. I was not aware of this. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. And they had to pull it for very obvious reasons. And I think I did read apparently the end of this movie was going to end with him on top of the World Trade Center, but they had to obviously change that. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they didn't exist by the time the film actually came no, out. No, and, and I think they were a bit nervous when this film came out because there's a lot of um, action and explosions that happen in New York yeah, City, yeah. and I think perhaps I think rightly so they were a little concerned about how sensitive an audience would be to that. But evidently, you know, in hindsight, we know that it was fine. This movie was a massive hit. It was a massive hit. Yeah, this is sort of a it's the beginning <clears throat> of the trend a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, this was uh, funnily enough the first film I ever saw in Australia. Really? You know, too, because we were out here, um, I suppose, if you want scouting, location scouting, if mm-hmm. we were going to move out here. And mum and dad were probably wanting a break from us kids, so our aunt and uncle took us to see Spider-Man. Oh. And I still remember going and being absolutely terrified of the Green Goblin. Yeah. He's, Willem Dafoe is so scary in that part. Mm. Well, I mean, when you're younger. But now, yeah, well, like, now watching, it's... <laughs> watching it now, it, there's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of corny, hammy things. Oh, it is extremely corny. Yeah. It is. Back in the day, it was the coolest thing ever, though. But I think it's intentionally corny, though. I I think I read somewhere that, like, Sam Raimi's trying to do some some level of callback to, you know, the old cartoons or or even just the the dialogue present in the old comic books there as well. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, dialogue in this film is not really subtle at all. No, it, it is funny going back to rewatch this um, and seeing, I, I think the, the uh, not, it's not atrocious, but I think a lot of the female characters have not mm. aged well in their portrayal. I'm not saying they're bad actresses. I'm just saying the writing is a little bit two-dimensional, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, especially when we see some some of the work that's been done. So but, I, but I think that's the important thing, is this movie really started something for Marvel. And you can sort of see the through line from this through to the first Iron Man, perhaps. 
and you can sort of see some connective tissues mm. as to how both those films are kind of constructed. I don't know if I agree know. with that. Well, that's, and you probably know more than me, but I think you know in the way that they're both origin stories and the way that we see them. They're, they're both small scale films yeah. and that's what I really like about this film and about the first Iron Man is it's not world stakes and both films are a little bit similar to that I think uh, I, I'm probably thinking more this film feels like a Sam Raimi film oh yeah it does yeah, yeah. sure uh, and you don't really get that sort of auteur feel with any MCU film or or, or any uh, like X-Men film either no. I think this, this one definitely feels like Sam Raimi is putting his fingerprints all over it mm-hmm um, and is, like I said, trying to sort of harken back to the days of, of, of really bad film dialogue and, and, <laughs> and trying to be, okay, this is the bad guy, this is the good guy. Yeah. The good guy always says this. He's going to say this in this film and the bad guy's going to have this nefarious plan and, and he's going to twirl his moustache and Willem Dafoe very much does that in this film. He, I think he said that this was his favourite film role. Mm-hmm. I can, he's having fun. You can tell he's really enjoying himself when he's <laughs> playing this. I, it's all, it's, I don't know how he pulls it off because it, it's almost, it is, it's overacting, mm-hmm. but it never kind of breaks the movie. Like it's, it's so like, melodramatic. I, I, so I watched this recently again, just you know, for the sake of the podcast, and I think the last time I watched this, I didn't watch it on you know a big TV like we most of us have now in our in our island caves, <laughs> and I never noticed before that that is definitely him behind the mask. Yes, like the practical mask he's wearing. You can see it's his face behind it, and there's that one hilarious scene where he's on the rooftop with Spider Man. And he's just like casually hang, like he's leaned yeah. back. Like, oh yeah, listen up, Spider. You know, we should just hang out. Some yeah. like he tries to basically befriend him and say, yeah. "Look, you and I, we're not so different." different. And <laughs> like it's just like this dude is fully decked out in this extremely cool goblin outfit, <laughs> and just the acting is just so strange. He's like, it it's like he, in that moment he's not playing the character of the goblin, despite being in mm-hmm. the suit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it's so visually jarring, but it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But he's, but at the same time, he's got quite good motivations. I think as a villain, yes, he's yeah. being affected by things and that's affecting his mental state, but his motivations are there. He's a, he's a good villain, mm. I think. He's a great villain. And again, his, his plan really is he just... Well, ultimately, it just turns into he wants to take down Spider-Man. For yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason they give is that Spider-Man's the only one who can stop him, but that's a bit vague, really. Um, but that's what you really need. Like, you don't need. He's not trying to take over the world. I mean, he does want. He he does want to acquire more wealth and power, but that's just through his arms deals and creating weapons. And- he really just wants to to. Destroy anyone that opposes him. That yeah. Sort of starts yeah. with like his board. and He doesn't want to be the underdog. Yeah. He wants to be on top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He wants to control things. Mm. Um, I, yeah. Willem Dafoe is probably a little bit of a standout in, in this. I uh, I think he carries the film. I, I know that Tobey Maguire is revered as being a very, very good Spider-Man. I still think Andrew Garfield's the better yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, no, no disrespect to Tobey, but I think... He, Toby's just completely outshined by um, J- is it James or Dave Franco in this it's James isn't James it? Franco James Franco I think is good in this he doesn't have much to do but he's still quite good and um, yeah Willem Dafoe's the standout absolutely and then um, um, Kirsten Dunst is K- basically Kirsten. just the damsel in distress the whole yeah, and yeah and I found that a bit problematic this yeah. time around watching it as a kid I didn't pick up on that it was like oh she's um they could have done more with her. They could have done mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's but- that classic scene where he's web-slinging through the city with her on his chest and it's quite clear that he is a 
doll or a mannequin <laughs> and her hair is flowing the wrong way oh no to the direction that she's meant to be traveling so there's there's, there's a few things that that probably you know were, were, were rushed in production but also or just not paid attention to or, or even just a sign of the time some of that CG a sign of the times that it, you know what at the time it did not matter because yeah. it was cool yeah. mm. um I, I think we got the the payoff for that in the homecoming Film when when Spidey web slings with uh, what's what's his love interest name? Oh, uh, with um with, with MG, MJ, MJ, MJ reimagined yeah. MJ yeah. at the end of that. You know, and she's like screaming as he's yeah. like they're web swimming. Oh, yeah. I thought that was, that's a cool scene in that movie. Anyway, uh, talking of things that probably haven't aged well, it's probably I think it's fair to talk about the CG. Yeah, the, the there the is one particular. Yeah. I, I hate to pick it apart. However, I have seen films made before this that have better CG, so I think maybe it's a fair target to to discuss. Mm. There, there is a few shots, especially towards the end, where there are, where shots become fully CG. There's a shot of Spidey on top of a building, and there's some at that bridge. I forget what the name of the bridge is, but um, and there are some flags behind him, and they look horrible <laughs> like they're trying to do like this they're blowing in the wind thing but they just look at they look like video game quality yeah. kind of kind of thing um but at the same time i think some of the practical effects are quite cool it it, it there are a lot of sets in this yeah. yes. like i think the way that the the sets uh integrated into the city probably is a bit rough like you can really tell this is, <laughs> this is a sound stage yes yes but I think at the same time, like, is it really worth criticising it? Because in the end, it's a cool movie. It is. And let's not forget, it gave us the best um, Jamison. Um, that J. Jonah Jamison. J. J. Jonah Jamison. Played by? Played by J.K. Simmons. That I think right. we've ever, well, we've only, we only need the one, don't yeah, we, really? Do. He's so good really in this. Um, he's, a, he's a Spider-Man. He's a menace. He's a menace. <laughs> I'll give you $200. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I just and they do more of him in the, in Spider Man Two as well. But I, I just love his backstory. Like his wife's always calling him on the phone, and and he's clearly avoiding her and that kind of thing. Mm. And it's just it's harmless fun that they've somehow injected into this movie as this complete side plot yeah. in a way. And I, I just think it's done so well because J.K. Simmons takes it so seriously, but is yet so funny, and he's just so um, energetic in that role. So what is the movie about then? Because I don't think we really talked about the plot No, we much. haven't. No. Well, it's, it's Spider-Man's origin story. He's just a normal kid. And then he, we see the classic bit by the radioactive spider or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And he becomes Spider-Man. And in this, there's been many iterations have how Spider-Man web slings. But in this, it's in his blood, in his system. I think I read somewhere that it was originally going to be like mechanical Mm. Web slingers, but I think they they changed their mind at the, the the last point, and it just comes out of his wrists. And oh, and you yeah. know what, that didn't bother me at the time. It's like it's never it's never bothered me. In fact, I thought not having read the comics when we got to Andrew Garfield's uh, the the reboot when he had the mechanical web slingers, I was outraged that it wasn't coming out of his wrists. So oh, yeah. I was the complete opposite yeah. because I just grew up going, yeah, no, it just it's it's organic. It comes out of him like a spider. You know, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Does does the Tom Holland Spider Man? How does that work? Is that Mechanical. That's mechanical as well, yeah. Right. Because there's that scene in Homecoming where he's in, um, like, chemistry class and he's making webs in, in chemistry right. and he puts in the desk drawer and he's like, right. yeah. Because I remember in one of the future Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films, like, he loses the knack for it and he, and he loses the ability, which yeah. is a really good character arc. Number two. To go through is, is losing those skills. Mm. How good is Spider-Man 2? It's a very good film. Whereas if with mechanical, it's like, oh, it just runs out. 
Mm-hmm. Runs out of ammo when yeah. when is dramatically appropriate for him yeah. to run out of ammo. Yeah. Well, it adds to adds to adds to the tension a little bit. I think. I mean, if you've got web yeah. slingers the entire way through, it's yeah, but 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 you know, like if it mechanically drops out, then you go. There is, you know, what the resolution is. You need to put in another cartridge. Whereas, mm-hmm. if in Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, he starts, he just loses the ability. Like there are reasons why, but the answer of how to reload his system. You know, is it's a bit emotional. More, it's that character arc. That's it's right, a, and mm, it's more mm. of a challenge, and it's more mm. uh, personal as a journey. So I, I've always preferred the uh, the internal mechanism of yeah. being able to web sling. And uh, it, see, it seems more like a superpower as well, as opposed yeah. to being mechanical. I mean, he does have you know his, his spider sense. I called it spider tingle earlier, but that's that's the joke that they call it in. Um, one of them, the the Tom Holland films, I think it's Civil War. Actually, uh, Far from Home. Far from Home. Um, anyway, uh, I, yeah, I, I agree. I like that it's a more organic thing. It's more part of him. You know, it's it's uh, yeah, more of a superpower, which is cool. Mm. Yeah. What I, what I do like, one of the, my favorite things about this film is that it spawned a generation of spoof films, the spin-off films oh, yeah, where did, you know, scary movie was a thing at the time, and where films are really starting to uh, find that superhero niche, and mm. you know take the mickey out of them <laughs> and this one where superhero movie is the one that is basically a carbon copy of this film but with a different type of i think he's dragonfly or something like that and it's got shooter mcgavin in it um all oh, right yeah, and yeah. it is one of the funniest films it's so stupid but it do yourself a favor <laughs> and watch that movie yeah. if you can i think it's for free on youtube at the moment that's how i watched it but okay. yeah very good <laughs> maybe alex maybe I'm, no, I'm no, very no. tired. I'm very tired out, tied out of the scary movie thing. No, 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 no. I, no, no. I, I you'll, you'll watch it. You'll watch oh, it. oh, we will watch it. Yes. Oh, right, okay. Hints of Willem Dafoe just then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 Danny Elfman's score is. I was about to mention his yeah. score. Yes, this is up there with his Batman score. I think it is. And but does something... the Spider-Man theme appear in this movie? No. Well, the Goblin. Oh no, he doesn't. He, he just sings the um, Spider down the water spout, yeah. doesn't he? I think it, from memory, I watched this through to the credits to the end only because I was doing dishes while the credits were rolling. And I think they play it at the end as the credits are rolling. And mm. they do a little rendition of the okay. traditional Spider-Man theme. Okay. But Elfman's theme for this movie. That's great. And, and, and sort of gets built on again in number two and number three, I think. Um, it's just, it's, it's an iconic score, actually. Yeah, it's very orchestral. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lots of strong themes in there. Um, yeah, it's it's a very very good score. It was it's definitely it's definitely up there in terms of my sort of music memory, if you if you will, mm-hmm. of yeah of themes that just sort of you can hum along to. It's quite good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think in terms of this movie as well, um, when we sort of look at this movie with the Tom Holland version of Spider Man, it, it sort of does contrast to how maybe mediocre. The Andrew Garfield stuff was. How dare you? No, no, I really, I, no, no, I, I, look, I really like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah, but like the Tom Holland version is 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 really much like it's set in high school. It's it's Peter Parker in high school. It's him trying to do this powers or you know his place in the in the larger world. Mm. Tobey Maguire one as well is I think like that's the. That's the Spider-Man omnibus. That's the that's the Bible right there. That's sure, you know, all the sure. all the corniest villains you can have, and and they're all coming for Spider-Man. And it's it's MJ, it's it's Aunt May, and all that. 
Yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man. It, it's he, do, he does go to high school in that film for a second. There, well, there's a whole fight in the high school for a second. I, I, I'm not going to disagree. Like, there's more high school stuff yeah. in the Tom Holland thing, but I, I do remember watching the Amazing Spider-Man when it first came out, and and at the time I was very much like, a, "You got to impress me," because we've mm. just had three, arguably three very good Spider-Man films preceding. Mm-hmm. Um, mixed opinions on the third one, obviously. Um, and I remember being surprised at how much high school stuff we had in that first Amazing mm. Spider-Man film, which is the only reason why I'm sort of disagreeing with you. But I don't think we see him in high school in the second one. No, he graduates He's, at the start he, of it. He does, that's right. And he has yeah. the weird, weird thing with... Um, well, I say weird, it's actually quite well done, him seeing Gwen Stacy's dad haunting him. Yeah. Um, which I which I was an element I really liked in that film. But when we, like, anyway, we're getting a bit, you know, this no, is no, a no, completely it, it, different Spider-Man um, reboot that we're talking about now. But, but I think it, it's a decent conversation to have just because mm. we now have had... I, I remember the conversation back in 2016, no, 2015, when um, Tom Holland was cast. Yes. And the fact I, that we I had three sad. Spider-Mans within the decade. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, the I think the style... With the MCU and this Raimi one, they're they're the two sort of benchmarks there. Sure, they're, they're the ones that I think are going to stick around for a very long time. I think Garfield's going to get forgotten about, unfortunately. <sighs> well, I haven't seen the Andrew Garfield one, so I can't talk I, to I, him. I do think they're worth seeing. I mean, I'm not. Mm. I think even by Andrew Garfield's own admission, uh, Andrew Garfield and the director have said that they were trying to make just a straight up sequel to to the Amazing Spider Man which was a pretty clear-cut movie. Mm-hmm. But the not to point fingers always at the studio. I know we did that a lot with Justice League, but the studio wanted to set up their own mm-hmm. cinematic universe with um, Venom and the Sinister Six. And so that movie's got a lot going on outside of its main story. Yeah. And that's fundamentally its flaw is that it just does too much. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't... It, I, I think if he got to make a third film, if, if that had happened, he would have been remembered a bit more. He would have found his feet. They would have yeah. pulled it together a bit. Yeah. And so I do, I do lament... Because I think he was such a good Spider-Man. I do lament he never got the chance to do mm-hmm. his third film. Like, he's had his origin. He's had a rocky second outing, but the third one could have been the really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Which, is, I mean, like those those films are partially the reason we have a, a Venom film and a, and a Morbius film coming out. Mm. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, uh, you know, the rumours persist that Andrew and Toby will appear in the next Spider-Man, and these rumours are really gaining some traction. So if they're not in the movie, I think Disney will be really scared at this point because people expect to see them now. I think that's that's a uh, yeah. They go they go they hmm. See, so this is this is okay. This is another. Oh, thing. here we go. Okay, I, I, I'm really sort of revved up about this because I'm sick of hearing about Spider-Man rumours. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. I'm here. I'm sick of hearing about and like I get around the forums. I do, <laughs> and I'm up, with the, I'm up with I'm up I'm up with the children. You want to, yeah, you're a cool kid, and, you know. <laughs> and the and the hype for having Toby and Andrew back mm. for this next Spider-Man film is it, it's it's it is excessive. It started out as fun, yeah, and now it's suddenly become no. My, I'm not a huge fan, so I I probably couldn't really care that much. It would be nice to see Andrew and Toby come back, of course. I don't really care, um, mm. but I think ultimately now if. Like I just sort of said just before, if they're not in the film, which let's be honest, they're, they're probably not because yeah, they could not be in it. Poor, um, what's his face? Tom Holland yeah. is going to be the the run to the litter, really. like no one. It, it sounds like no one's turning up for him, it's basically. A, well, it's starting to feel like a, a, 
a rise of Skywalker, Skywalker yeah. sort of thing where people are going, this is going to happen in the last film. We, we, it's got to happen in the last film. You know, we expect it to happen. It's a case of the fandom sort of starting to push back in the franchise and yeah, yeah. the fandom really starting to, you know, turn on the property a little bit. Um, mm. And I think people need to temper their expectations when it comes to um, no way home, which is exactly what Toby and Andrew have been saying. Yeah, saying guys, we're not in the movie. Like, yeah. calm down. I mean, so we- I, I'm really curious to see, just from an outsider's point of view, what happens, mm. the fallout of whether or not they appear or not. Because as we say, we're talking about this original Spider-Man. It's a classic, mm-hmm. and I think the excitement of seeing characters, um, if not the main character from this Spider-Man Sam Raimi film, appear is for some people, a, a massive deal. Same as um, the new Bond film is a massive deal for me, if that makes sense. Like, I understand the hype, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It could end messily. It could end very messily. And I know where I know where this is coming from. Like, we, we've already been... It's been announced that Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina, mm. Jamie Foxx are all returning for this this next Spider-Man film. And they all play villains in the they previous play, films. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's maybe a given that... You know, you can understand how people are... Sort of connecting the dots there, yeah, yeah. But I think that people need to chill the way out because this I think is... t- talking about trailers and and marketing points, Alex. So you just got like a stunned stare on your glazed over. He's glazed over. Um, to bring it, to bring it back to marketing, and I know we're not. Ta- I'm not talking about the trailer for this original Spider Man, but it, you know they're they're all they're all the same. Um, when Disney released the trailer for Force Awakens, the, mm. yes, admittedly, the teaser trailer didn't have like Harrison Ford or anyone in it. But the very first proper trailer, you had Han Solo and Chewie mm. at the end of that movie. It was confirmation, look, here they are. They're yeah. going to be in the movie and we can get hyped for that. Mm. This marketing campaign that, that has been done for this new film is here are some previous villains, but we're not going to confirm. And we're actually, in fact, we're going to outright deny mm. that these two other Spider-Man characters even appear I think perhaps is the wrong way to do it. And it's generated all this hype. And if they're not in the film somehow, they've set themselves up for disaster, yeah. really. Because that's all it's going to be. If they're not in it, it's going to be, I can't believe that you didn't put these people in this mm-hmm. film. How dare you? That's what it's going to be. It's actually a nice little contrast to, to the trailer for this film. Because the trailer for this film is sort of one of those first early Superman superhero trailers and we do see a lot of, of the movie and that. Yeah, we see a lot of Spider-Man in, yeah, we do. in the trailer. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was more like, look at the technology we've got to make him swing through the streets of New York. Like, look how, how spectacular mm. this film is going to be, which it was for the time. The, the best shot that appears in that trailer that I think is probably the best shot from the film was when he does that sideways flip when Goblin's throwing those blades at him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. In, in the house. It's fire. almost a bit Matrixy, isn't it? Amazing. <laughs> is, is any scene of that final battle in that trailer we watched? Because I, I didn't, I didn't see any of that. Uh, that scene, that uh, in the, in the I middle. want to say yes, but I could, be, I don't know, I could be imagining because it's it. in, it's in a, it's in a building site or something, yeah, isn't it? It's in an old uh, building, derelict building, I yeah. think. Fairly brutal violence as well. Yeah, and I remember as a kid it being very scary and very violent. Mm-hmm. And and I think rewatching it, I was watching, going, oh, I'm sure this isn't going to be as bad. But that last sequence, I was going, wow, this is a little bit brutal. This is a bit much for. A, I think the film's rated. Oh no, it is M, isn't it? It's still 15 yeah. plus, I think, or I 13 that, plus. I know that Maguire's Spider-Man is never afraid to get bloody. No, I mean at the end, his costume's all ripped mm. and he's got he's bleeding. Mm. And we sort of lost that. Well, definitely not going to see that in the Tom Holland one. Though I think in the last film he gets a bit battered up a little bit. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love that final fight sequence. The editing yeah. 
I don't think this is a spoiler. The film's nearly 20 years old when the goblin gets impaled mm. by his thing. That editing is so good. And even yeah. as a kid, I was going like, wow, that was, that's such a distinctive way to do a death sequence, which he has that, just the, oh. But the way it's cut in between mm. everything is it kind of breaks continuity deliberately to yeah. make the effect. So it's really cool. Really good mm. editing. Well, would you, what do you want to give that out of five then? Out of five. Uh, What's the car uh, he's uh, trying to buy in the... Oh, yeah. In, is it a Toyota thing? It doesn't really matter. Out of five, three minutes. <laughs> five human spiders. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, human spiders. Yeah, that's his wrestling name. Oh. No, I'm the human spider. Shut up, kid. No one cares. <laughs> uh, who would like to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Um, I, I probably don't have much more to add to, to what, I, what I've already said. Other than I think this film made a massive impact on me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I was the, oh, maybe slightly too young for it, but it definitely definitely around the right age for it. Mm-hmm. And and I remember yeah loving loving the movie and yeah made an impact. Uh, Willem Dafoe's Goblin, Green Goblin was um, just a great villain, melodramatic, but not to the point where it's somehow still believable. Um, I have always looked favorably on this film. Like I say, it's only my own opinion. I've always enjoyed Andrew Garfield's actual Spider-Man performance more. His films aren't as good. Like Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock, the Sam Raimi one, is just an incredible Mm -hmm. film in its own right. It's not even just as a superhero film. It's just a good film. Mm -hmm. But um, I think watching it in hindsight, these um, Tobey Maguire films, I do miss some of the things that Andrew brought to the performance, which he was only able to do because of Toby, obviously. We, it, it cause and effect. Anyway, I think it's not aged particularly well, but I think mm. just through nostalgia alone, I really enjoy this. I'm, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go a four as well. Yeah, I think you know we've said everything <laughs> we need to say. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed it as a movie. It's it, it's just good fun. Yeah, I think I think the Tobey Maguire Spider Man will always be my favorite because that's you know that's what I grew up with. And nothing will take that away from me. So fight me. <laughs> no, I, will, I refuse to because I agree with you because I'm going to give it four as well. Hot dog. Well, um, and that's well. because the, the dialogue in this film really rubbed me out the wrong way. <laughs> uh, and and I, I know it's bad for the sake of being bad, but at the same token, like Spider-Man 2 is such a fantastic film and some of the dialogue in that can be campy and hammy and, and it comes off really well. But in this one, it... Some of the some of the lines of dialogue are just absolute. Ugh, I, I do want to rewatch Spider Man yeah. Two after now having rewatched this one to see how that compares to this this first film because I remember that film absolutely blowing me away just how good it was mm-hmm. uh, just as a film. Steve, that growl you did, I'm a bit I'm I'm conflicted <laughs> by that because it was both angry but seductive. <laughs> uh, it was meant to be angry, but sometimes people get, get, get that confused about me. So. <laughs> and I can understand why, because, you know, it's just what, a, what an enigma of a, a growl you are. Um, taciturn, like, I'd like to call myself. Taciturn. Tas- hard to read. Ah. Okie dokie. Sounds hard to spell as well. Yeah. Hey, we've been in the Trailer Island podcast, and that was the original. Well, was it, is it the first Spider-Man film? It's not the first Spider-Man no, film. I think ever. there were a couple of Japanese live-action films before this. Okay, certainly a few animations, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. Yes, that was Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, the very first one that started off this Marvel franchise of things and 
and whatnot. And uh, yes, you can find the Trail Island podcast wherever you get your podcasts from Google, Apple, Spotify, Deezer, all, all the places, all the wonderful places. And uh, yeah, even on YouTube as well. Steve, you upload those to YouTube for us. It's very cool. Yeah, and no one watches them. <laughs> so. I do. I, I watch them. <laughs> it's really for my own benefit. But you know, they're 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 there for your for your enjoyment. That's what it is. That's that's the yes. word that it is. Um, make sure if you are enjoying the podcast, give us a five star review. Let your friends know and send in a request. We do requests as well. Uh, this is a request by, uh, I think, just us in general because we wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So go team. Uh, <laughs> in preparation for the new film. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Now, I've been Alex and as always, I was joined by... Uh, Spy Steve. I've got nothing. I'm, j- I'm Matthew. <laughs> Spy Steve? Spy- Spider Steve. Spider Steve. Well, that's, yeah. that's lovely. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. This is a Narrative Network podcast.